so Whoa, 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 whoa uh, Clear out the room, I'm coming through They wanna see what I'm about Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill I'm on a paper route Extra, extra, read about it I'm today's trying to tap it Wow, good morning, it's your boy Dolo J And welcome to the Kicking the Dolo podcast A sports podcast where we talk about football and basketball Past, present, and future Top five, top ten, stats, and more So without further ado, let's get right into it Sorry, all, right. all right, man. On this episode, we're going to go ahead and just you know, briefly cap up what's been going on in the second round of the NBA playoffs. So we're going to start off with the Heat versus the 76ers series. You know, the series tied at two games apiece. Now, the Heat won the first game, 106-92, to by 25 points by Tyler Hero, 24 points by Bam, and 27 points from Harris. So at the beginning of the series, as you can see in this game and in the second game, basically, without Joel Embiid, it was real easy for the Heat to score. Basically, they was getting to their spots. It was hard for the Sixers to run offense. You know, James Young, uh, not James Young, but James Harden, um, you know, it was just very hard for him to get to his spots. You know, he wanted the three ball, wasn't really hitting like that. Um, Yeah, we're going to get on to the second game, which, you know, was another heat victory, 119 to 103, 23 points from Bam, 22 points from Butler, 34 from Maxi. Like, so basically, just like the second game, the first game, the Heat basically, you know, just stifled stifled the um, 76ers offense. It was very hard for them, you know, to generate offense. Like I said, Maxi, he was getting it going late. It wasn't really enough to overcome what the, he had already done up to that point in the game, basically. You know, Butler was getting it going, getting to his spots. You know, Bam, he was getting it going, catching lobs. Hero was still doing his thing. So, But Joel B, he returned in the third game, which ended up being a 76ers victory, 99-79. to And B, you know, he had 18 points in his return, and it was 21 points from Green and Maxi each. Now, Butler, he did have 33 points in this game, but he didn't really get a lot of help. I don't think any any of his teammates, you know, in the third game scored over. I think he had maybe like one or two people maybe score like 10, 12 points. But when MB came back, you know, it, the defense was just different, you know, him being the paint presence. And, you know, I don't think he leads the league in block shots, but you just know with him being down there, like it's a possibility for your shot to be in block. Now, obviously, Butler, he wasn't scared. You know, he, he was still going down there challenging and beating and stuff like that. It wasn't enough. He ain't have no help. Like, his guys ain't come with him. I think Kyle Lowry actually went scoreless in this game and played 24 minutes. So, yeah, you definitely need Kyle Lowry to, you know, get some more. Right, so, in game four was another 76ers victory, 116-108. Harden had 31 points and B had 24 points and Butler had 40. Again, Butler didn't really have too much help this game. But really, Harden started taking over the game. He started looking a little bit like the James Harden of old. You know, he was getting to the rim. The step back three was fun. He was really doing his thing out there, man. You know, Embiid came along and really, he really jump-started him like in the first quarter, really first half. He did a little bit in the second half. But in the second half, it was just mainly James Harden, man. Like, he was looking like the James Harden of old, man. Especially with the step back three. When he got that reverse layup, he got past somebody. I can't remember who it was, but I was like, oh, yeah, James Harden might be back. He might just needed to, you know, play his way back and just, you know, just get used to things. All right, man, the next series we're going to move on to is the Suns versus the Mavericks. This series is also tied at two games. All right, we're going to briefly go over what's been going on in this series. All right, so game one, Luka had 45. Ian had 25, and Booker had 20. Previously, like, Jimmy Butler has been the last two games of the previous of the uh, Heat and 76ers series. That's how basically, like, the first two games of this series went. You know, Luca, you know, dropping a lot of points, but, you know, really didn't have him, not having much help. And, you know, the Suns were just taking care of, you know, home court, basically. But we're going to move on to the second game. It was 129-109, another Suns victory, like I said, 28 points from, no, 30 points from Booker, 28 points from CP3, excuse me. And, and Luca had 35. Like I said, didn't really have too much help. It seems when Luca scores 30, they tend to lose because, like, he's having to score because nobody else is really too much helping him. That's how the first two games of Phoenix was. But once they move 
um, shift gears and went to Dallas, Dallas took care of home court too. So, you know, like I said, it's tied 2-2. Like game three, they won 103-94. to 94. 28 points from Brunson, 26 from Luka. 19 points from Crowder, and nobody on the Sun scored over 20 points. See, that's that's the type of game the Mavs need to have to win. Have a game where, you know, Luka, not necessarily, Luka doesn't have to be the second leading scorer, I don't think, but he definitely has to have somebody that scores at least 20, 25 with him. Brunson definitely did that in game three. And now in game four, it was Finney Smith. He had 24 points. He had eight threes. It's just the three ball was falling for him in that game four. Then Chris Powell, you know, Chris Paul, he was, you know, getting a lot of fouls early. He had four fouls in the first half. Like, when Monty went up, subbed him back in, I think it was like three, four seconds left in the half. I wouldn't have have signed him back in. Like, I wouldn't have put him back in the game that he already has three fouls in. It's the first half. I wouldn't have did that. Just for just because you never know if he has the possibility of picking up that four foul, which he did end up picking up that four foul, and it really cost the Suns that game, in my opinion, man. But game four was the game I'm talking about. Game four was a 111-101 um, beat the rebound of Mavs. 26 from Luka, 24 from Vinny Smith. Like I said, Booker had 35, but the Mavs they made 12. I mean, not 12, but they made 23s, man. 23s was like 12 for like 17 in the first half. And nah, man, like Monty Williams was saying, like it was one commercial that was coming back and they were showing the coach's timeout and they were showing Vinny Smith. I mean, not Vinny Smith, but they were showing Monty Williams basically telling his team that they got to get stops. And you know, they were very capable of getting stops, but it's the Mavs day, man. They were 23s, like I said, I think they went like 20 for 45. I think it was shooting like 40, almost 46% from the three point line. Like that's crazy, man. All right, so next series we're going to move on to, which is the game that's coming on, one of the games that's coming on tonight. The Bucks and the Celtics. The Bucks are up 2-1 two, two, right now. Now, game three, and, you know, it could have went either way, but the Celtics, they definitely, definitely missed their opportunity at the end of game three, man. But we're going to talk about game one briefly real quick. Game one was a one-on-one 89 victory for the Bucks. 25 points from Drew Holiday. Giannis had 24 points. Tatum had 21, but he was only like 6 of 13, and the Brown was like 4 of what, like, 12 for 13 something like that he didn't really have like a big impact in that game but the second game the celtics you know they came back at one 109 to 86 30 points from Jalen brown he had 25 in the first half and then 29 points from jason tatum he was hitting the three ball consistently towards the end of the game that's what really helped the celtics hold on to that victory now the celtics as a team was really hitting the three ball like i mean that's what Milwaukee's defense, from what I'm seeing, they don't really too much want to give you anything in the paint. Like, they might give up some layups and stuff like that, but most part, they don't really want you to get anything in the paint. They're going to force you to shoot the three. Now, every team is trying to shoot the three right now, so, but you got to hit it at a high clip, and, they, you know, they got long defenders, and everybody is committed to playing defense, such as the Celtics. Uh, y'all, excuse me, that's my ESPN thing going off. But, yeah, so game three, Giannis had 42 points, 25 points from Holiday. 27 points from Jalen Brown, 22 points from Al Horford. Al Horford, you know, he was very coming up big towards the end. You know, he hit a couple threes. He had some a couple layups, you know. I think he had, like, what, 12 points in the second half. He was definitely doing his thing in the second half. Tatum only had, like, 10 points. It wasn't his game, man. It really wasn't. It just wasn't his game. But, you know, Marcus Smart, he got, you know, three free throws. I mean, it looked like he was kind of coming up to shoot a three. I mean, I'm not a ref, so I can't really call it. I don't I don't really know. They call it a uh, a foul on the ground, and it was in the bonus, so they end up, you know, having to shoot two free throws. Now he did what he was supposed to do, though. He did what he was supposed to do. He made the first one, you know, missed the second one, and then I think they missed like, like I said, they missed like four tip ins. Man, that game really could have went to overtime. The Celtics still could have won that game, but I think they're gonna come out more hungry tonight, and you know, 
we're gonna see we're gonna see what they do man we're gonna see what they do but all right man the last series i'm gonna talk about man you know the, the series that really everybody's really talking about man the warriors versus the grizzlies go to state's currently up two games to one now the first game going to state one one sixty one. 17 points from Poole, 24 from Curry, 34 from Morant, and 33 points from Josh Jackson Jr. Now, that's the game where Morant, you know, he was mad at himself. And I, after this game, I said Morant's going to come out and score 40 points. I told my dad that. I remember we were sitting in here watching the game. I said the next game, when he missed that layup to win the game, I said John Morant going to come out and score 40 points. I said it. I knew it. Now, we're going to talk about game two. It was a 106-101 victory by Memphis. Morant, 47 points, 27 points from Stephen Curry. You know, that's the game where Dylan Bruce got ejected. Maybe what, like, Mark 9, something like that, where, you know, Gary Payton in the second fractured his elbow. Um, I'm not really going to talk about the play too much. It was any ill intent. Do I think he could have let him go? At the same time, yes, but that's why I'm not going to dive into it. I can really see either way how, how you could feel about it, but I'm not really going to dive into that topic too much. Game three was just a blowout by Golden State, 146 to 112, 30 points from Curry, 27 points from Poole. Morant had 34 points, but you know, they injured his knee. A lot of people talking about um, Jordan Poole pulled his knee. Um, I don't really know that um, affected. Stan being upset, you know, as a basketball player and somebody does that, was going for the ball pretty much, but I don't know. We can, we can go ahead and we can debate about that. We're going to go ahead and see how the – the Warriors game and how the Bucks and Celtics game go. Memphis is twenty and five without John Morant though, so we can we they definitely can win without him. Do I think they're a better team without him though? No. Same time, it might be a possibility he plays. They say he's doubtful, but we'll see. Be doubtful, and then game time, you know, he might just be like, "Man, bump that! I'm going out there, I'm playing with my boys." But if it's a serious injury, I can see them, you know, see him sitting out of the game. Now, will Memphis win that game? I don't know. It's in Golden State, so we'll see. But, yeah, this has been the Kicking the Dolo podcast, man. It's just a brief recap of the second round. And uh, see y'all next time. Oh, and don't forget, Thursday, I'm coming out with a new thing, a new little series, man. Y'all stay tuned for it, man. It's going to be lit, man. But until next time, peace out. So. Uh, clap the room, I'm coming through, they wanna see what I'm about Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill, I'm on a paper route Extra, extra, read about it, I'm today's trying to tap it 